Zombie Hello and welcome to the Best Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. I'm your host, Adam Castor. Here as always, my co-host at Birdsall. Mr. Birdsall, how are you? I'm going to will myself to sing today. That's kind of where I'm at. Sleepy boy. I'm a sleepy boy. It's a big day today. Big you know, day. Oh. I have an inter- interview coming, which would be a first. Really? An interview? Mm-hmm. Can't say who yet. Can't say who yet, but it's big. All right. That's I was, cool. I was working on it a little bit today. It's going back and forth with this person, and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a hint. It's not Ian. Okay. Even though he is my, you know, I don't mean to brag, because, I mean, you know me, man of the people, one of you, big-time cursor. Very uh, humble. It, extraordinarily humble, yes, yes. Uh, Ian and I were were we're great friends. Yeah, you guys go way back. We do, we do. We have a long history together. Text, email, yeah, we're we're phone calls. We you know, we're we're great friends. We're great friends, but it, it unfortunately is not Ian. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, so hopefully, uh, hopefully, I have more information about that. Probably within the next like couple weeks, I'll be able to to hash out that that time it won't be exclusively for here but i'm trying to work out and it shouldn't be an issue where i take the interview that we do and put it onto here well that would be great yes for, for the brand uh, of course of course gotta get gotta get the uh gotta get the interaction numbers up come on now yes of course um i found out that one of your favorite rams receivers actually grew up and went to high school in the town next to where the town next to the town that I currently live in. Rams receivers. Oh, Apukunakua. It means no worries for the rest of your days. Yeah, I know. I, I like him. I like yeah. him. And I also learned that my good friend Apukunakua means no worries for the rest of your days. Um, I don't think it's his actual uncle. I have to do more of a deep dive on that. They might just be family friends or something, but he is um, uh, at least very, very close with Dana White. Interesting. Like very close to the point where he was able to FaceTime Dana White. Dana White picked up the phone and ended the conversation, exchange, exchanged love pleasantries with one another. Huh. That's interesting. Yes. yes. Don't know if it's a legit uncle. Don't know. But he did refer to him as Uncle Dana. Yeah. That's it. That's interesting. That's very interesting. Yes. A little k- kid that grew up in Orem, Utah. Now friends or uncle or the nephew of Dana White, allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> Could be close family friends. I I, I don't know. I, I I didn't do that 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 deep of a dive. Hey, listen, there are a lot of famous people to live here, like like Post Malone, for example. Did you know that Post Malone has a house in Utah? I did not know that. Also, Johnny Osmond. He's from he's from here. Donny Osmond. Donny Osmond. Adam, <laughs> there are probably 30 people that listen to this podcast that know who Donny Osmond is. It's probably not even that many. Honestly, that might that might be stretching it. Maybe ten. Well, anyway, he 
if I, ten people know who Donny Osmond is, I I would I would be impressed. I I am <laughs> one of them because I I should have been born in the nineteen fifties instead of nineteen ninety six. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah, I would be shocked if there are ten people who know who know who Donny Osmond is. Yeah, but Donny Osmond's not that old. It was like this was it like the eighties when or nineties. Adam, I would was... I would say the the average age of people who listen to this podcast is probably twenty five. Well, no, I was saying like when like Donny Osmond's like peak. It was oh, like yeah, his, the... yeah, his peak. His peak was in was in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. And I can tell you where the average age of people who listen to this podcast were. Not born. And no. All, no. Well, not, not even, even a that. thought. Not well. I thought you were going to be a lot grosser than that. Like Adam, for fuck's sake, this is a PG show. No, it isn't. <laughs> this is a, for fuck's sake. Stop fucking lying to yourself. What do you? What do you? What, do you th- what kind of animal do you think I am? My God. Oh my God. You know I work. I could with... make this into a real bit right now. I'm not going to. I'm not touching that one. Anyway, you know actually, one of his uh, sons is my coworker. What a fucking transition that was. No, Ooh. I'm just. Donny Osmond's son. One of Donny Osmond's sons is my oh, coworker. Oh, I, I thought we were still on Uncle Dana. Oh, Dana White. I don't even know if he, I don't know. No. One of Donny Osmond's kids is my coworker, which is kind of cool. No shit. Yep. All right, now I'm curious. Now I'm curious. I got I to do, do a deep dive onto. He actually used to be one of our clients. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> So Dana White is from Manchester, Connecticut. Does he live in Utah? I'm still talking about Tiny Osmond. <laughs> we're, we're, we're in two different stratospheres. Let's just get going before we before everyone turns this off. If they haven't already. Okay, so yeah, you're here to talk about football, right? That's that's what we're that's what we're doing. Not allegedly, about, yeah. A- talking a- about allegedly. celebrity stuff. Allegedly. Allegedly. Maybe he has family in Utah. I don't know. Dana White does. But that's that's for later. Yeah, get on with the get on with the sh- and I'll, I'll I'll figure out the the, the Puka and, and and Dana connection. Okay. Well, we have I hope you're uh, waking up early, Bird, on Sunday. Because I'm always up have- early every day. I'll just Sun- set my Sunday doesn't make a difference. I'll just set my like work alarm <laughs> to wake up on Sunday because time zones suck. Because this London game is at seven thirty for me, seven thirty a.m. kickoff. Yeah, um, that's a tough yeah. one. That's a tough one. So it's the Falcons and the Jaguars. Sorry, what? Oh, there's no. I was good. I was wondering if there was going to be if there was any uh, Formula One this weekend. There's not. So. No, no potential issues. We're chilling. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much of this game I'm really going to watch, uh, but oh, there's a lot of we'll this game. I'm, I'm going to watch a lot of this game. I got a lot of pieces in this game. Very one, excited for it. I have one big one. Um, but uh, as far as injuries at this point, it is Wednesday that we record this, so uh, nothing. Has really nothing can really be taken 
too seriously from injury reports at this point in time. Yeah, listen, listen to the mailback. Got you covered. Yeah. But I don't think there really, at this point, there really isn't much. Um, besides, like, I mean, there's Jay, there's like Zay Jones who didn't practice on Wednesday. So, yes, yes, that's probably the biggest one, as far as we know, at least. Yeah, because you never know; people pop up on the injury reports all the time, just randomly. Yes. Um. So let's just start off with the Atlanta Falcons. Desmond Ritter, talking about him. I mean, do you start him in this game? Absolutely not. Yeah. An angry Jacksonville defense? Absolutely not. Not a chance. It's not even about the angry Jacksonville defense. It's just, uh, yeah, no, no. What's the ceiling? The ceiling is non-existent. Yeah, go Bearcats, but still. Oh, by the way, how was the, the BYU game? It's on Friday. It's on this yet. Friday. It's this Friday. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I knew it was, it was either last Friday or it was this Friday. I, I I thought it was this Friday, but I had to ask. I had to ask. Otherwise, risk that I forgot. And if I forgot, then I'd be an asshole. And I'm not an asshole. According to some. According to some. According to some. Yeah, ask me on Sunday. Uh, I will ask you on Sunday. It's going to be nice, actually. Um, I feel like the stadium is going to look like I night football is always fun to me. It's like it's a cool concept. Um, whenever I play Madden, I always set the games at night because it's just everything looks better at night with, with you know, under the lights and everything. Although I do feel bad for those poor people in Ohio who have to watch the game because it's like a 10 15 kick, uh, ah, 10 15 okay. Eastern. That's kick. okay. Guess what? All, all the people, all the beautiful people in Cincinnati, Ohio, all they got to do is put a, put a little bet on the game and make it interesting. It's funny, actually, my brother-in-law, like, without telling me, he Amazon shipped me and like a Cincinnati Bearcats uh, long sleeve shirt. It's so that's very nice. <laughs> he was like one of the first people I told when I bought the tickets. But anyway, um, yes, Desmond Ritter, he played for Cincinnati. You know who their quarterback is, by the way? Uh, the Bearcats? Here's no. a name that you, that you probably have never, that you probably haven't thought about in a while. Emory Jones. You remember, you know, Emory Jones? Do you watch college football? I do watch college football. Oh. I can't say I know who he is, though. He played for Florida for like three years. No? No. No. His name sounded familiar. Sounded familiar. Well, because they have Anthony Richardson. They had Anthony Richardson down there. And then they had... uh, Oh God! Kyle. Who was the Who was the guy before? Kyle uh, Trask. They had Kyle Trask, and then they had um, a Felipe Franks. That was the cool. one. Ironically, Felipe Franks, who plays tight end for the Falcons. Yes. Yep, that's the guy. Yeah. Anyway, so six degrees of separation. Um. All this to say. Unrelatedly, you're starting Bijan Robinson. A thousand percent. My RB4. Start him. Tyler Algier? Uh, you could flex him in deep leagues. My RB35. So, all right. Yeah, he's in the he's in the flex conversation. And then 
I mean, Drake London kind of came came into form uh, last uh, last week a little bit. I don't know. Kind of a two weeks ago. Kind of a flex, but on the outside looking in, I'd rather start the likes of Tank Dell, Jacoby Myers, Adam Thielen, Tutu Atwell over him. And then Kyle Pitts, obviously, you're starting. Still a starting option. I mean, he scored a touchdown in this fixture before. Yes. In London. I, I know. I know. It Is he against the Jets? Before. Yep. So... He's a low-end starting option. Give it one more week before you decide to cut bait. But uh, definitely be on the lookout with waivers running. If you have waivers that run uh, Thursday or if waivers have already run and there are tight ends that are out there that are worth picking up, like uh, Luke Musgrave, potentially Jake Ferguson, Hunter Henry, those kind of names, I would definitely be going and picking those guys up to stash and use them as a backup plan in case you have to go to somebody else. Musgrave would be the name that I'm I'm looking for across the board that that probably could be available. Yeah. Um let's go to Jacksonville. And obviously you're starting Trevor Lawrence in this game. You're starting Yeah, big, big game though for Trevor Lawrence. Big, big, big game for him. He hasn't looked great the last two weeks. It's it's been a little bit Everything with the Jaguars has been uh, very, very wonky. Well, what else is new? I mean, last last week is a weird game anyway. And it's a game they know. should win, though. If, if, if they're as legit as everyone was talking about, you know, them being, uh, they should be winning that game. And they did not. It's true. I completely agree. But, yeah, I guess we'll have to see it. But I don't know. You have Trevor Lawrence in the league. Are you starting him? Depends what your options are. One spot I have Trevor Lawrence or Deshaun Watson. I'm starting Trevor Lawrence. Another spot I have Trevor Lawrence or Kirk Cousins. I'm starting Kirk Cousins. All right. Yeah, so I like that. It just depends what the options are. If you have like, I know I picked up in a league today, I picked up Geno. If Geno's available and you have Trevor Lawrence, I would start Geno. Yeah, I mean, uh, Gino is good. Gino but, revenge game too, mind you. Yes, Gino revenge game. Mm-hmm. That's always funny. <laughs> the heir to the throne for the New York Giants. They had they had their next franchise guy right behind Eli. They were right. Yeah, Ben they McAdoo right. was right. Ben McAdoo was right all along. Ben Bet McAdoo was a thousand percent right, and Gino Smith is better than Daniel Jones. Come at me! I dare you, Giants fans. Come at me! I fucking <laughs> dare you. This is like when Connor Hughes, uh, whenever like a player that Mike McCagden drafted, like does something either well or whatever, it's like he has a hashtag. It's like McCagden new, mm-hmm. like yeah. Greg Dort, like Greg Dorch, for example. Yeah. Every t- when Greg Dorch was doing well at the end of last season, all of those tweets are like McCagden new. <laughs> yep. McAdoo new. McAdoo hey, new. what did you Giants fans do? You boot him off the field the second that he replaced Eli. Shameful. God, did you this see, is did you, did that not to dwell on this for, for much longer, but I just I just love being an asshole to Giants fans. Uh did you see the clip of Gino uh coaching up Jackson Smith and Jigba? No, I did not. 
awesome. If you have if you if you haven't seen it, I'll send it to you after this, Adam. Um, but if you have, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. That's what a real leader looks like, unlike anything that they have in the New York Giants. <laughs> Alrighty then. Um, so you starting Travis Etienne? Yeah, yeah, starting. He is my. I think he's like my RB seven or eight this week. Seven. RB seven. And then everybody's favorite game, which receiver will go off? Ah, oh, this just screams Calvin Ridley game. It's a fucking revenge game for Calvin Ridley, for Christ's sake. Yeah, no, it's like probably actual revenge game for Calvin Ridley. Yeah, he's my wide <laughs> he's my wide receiver 12 this week. So, so yeah, I would be firing up. Calvin Ridley. I mean, this is not only is this a big time, you know, we need to see it from Calvin Ridley against his old team game, but what's he done the last two weeks? He's done nothing. Two for eight, three for seven, finishes the wide receiver 72. And oh, wait, this is in standard. I'll give you two in, in full. Uh, finished as the wide receiver 82 and the wide receiver 66 in full. Well, it's not great. No, that's horrible. No, that, that that's horrible. Well, horrible is not great, but yes, that is horrible. No, that's I horrible. get you. No, not great. Not great is eh, it's not great, but we can live with it. Horrible is unacceptable by all means. That is unacceptable. Yeah, especially no, for it, the people really that is. were you know living on their high horse after week one. Oh, look at Calvin Gridley. He looked great. Blah 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 blah. Coming at me, adding me on Twitter. Blah 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 blah. You know what I say to those people the last two weeks? Fuck you. There you go. Moving on. Yep. People, it's a tale as old as time. People overreacting to week one. Fuck you. Feeling aggressive tonight, Adam. I'm tired. I'm <laughs> I'm aggressive. I'm unhinged. Don't come. Don't uh, you know? Cross tired bird. Listen. You know what? I I'm on shows all day, and sometimes. I have to keep it like G. So when I come on here, I'm able to like let loose. It's cathartic. It feels good. I can't even imagine what you'd be like, like G rated Bert, Ed Birdsall. Yeah, hey, it's very professional. Yeah. Very professional. I could, I could be that, but no, not here. No, absolutely not. Nope. That's, that doesn't align with the brand. No, 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 no. I, I, actually, it doesn't align with the, with how you and I are without Jake and I are. Yeah, I, I'm definitely more how I am during the day with Jake than with you. I'm I'm unhinged. <laughs> I think you kind of you kind of just bring that out of me, Adam. I don't know. I don't know if I want to take that as a compliment. I'm I don't know that. either. I don't know gonna... either. So let's just let's just swiftly move on. Yes, let's swiftly swiftly move on. Oh, if only I could transition to the Eagles and talk about DeAndre Swift. Ah. Uh. I was thinking, like, I could just move all the way to Sunday night and talk about Travis Kelsey. <laughs> oh. oh, God, Adam. I knew you were trouble when you walked in. Ugh. Did you listen to Blue Shirts Breakaway yet no. No. this week? No, I haven't, listened to, a... I haven't listened to Blue Shirts Breakaway in like a year. I find really? it quite insufferable. Yes. Oh. They're so doom and gloom. They, they, they've turned to be so doom and gloom for me. And it's like, I love my Rangers. I don't need to be, I don't need to listen to this show and hear about how much they suck on a weekly basis. 
I'm aware yeah. when they suck. I'm well aware. <laughs> it's like the Cowboys. I have a few Cowboys podcasts that I listen to. Did I listen to this week? Fuck no. Because I knew how that was going to go. That was going to be a shit show. Yeah, that's usually why I stay off of Twitter whenever the Jets lose. Because I just, I, I know, it's not going to make me feel any better. Correct. Correct. It's all, it, it always compounds the misery. Yeah, it literally never, not once has made me feel better. Nope. No, 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 no. No, never does. Um. Anyway, that, did we talk about, oh, Evan Ingram is the last person that we should talk about. And then we can we talk on. about Christian Kirk. Oh, well, I said who who is going to go off, and you said it's a California uh, game. Okay, all right, I'll, I'll give you credit for that. I'll give you credit for that. Uh, I would still be starting Kirk though. Okay, as like as like a wide receiver three, but this definitely calls for Calvin Ridley to just explode. Yeah, let's give me one of those. He's scoring. He's scoring. Any anytime touchdown, Calvin Ridley plays that bet right now. It's gonna be interesting. Um, and this game is in Wembley or at Wembley. It is at Wembley. Oh, I thought I thought it was at um at the at the shithole up the road. According to ESPN, it's at Wembley. Oh well, I believe him. I believe him. Yeah. Thank thank God it's not at that fucking dump. Adam, you could say the team's name if you want. I refuse to. Honestly, I think it looks kind of nice. Fuck that place. <laughs> shithole. I, Adam, I miss can you, your... can you. Can you can you say the name of, of the stadium because I'm I, I can't say it. Well, I like the nickname that you that you give to it, or at least the one that you give to the old version of it, which was Shine oh, Heart, Heart Lane. Yeah, I could say that. It's Tottenham Stadium. Is this it's the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And one of these days they'll get a sponsorship agreement. Absolutely. I mean, shit all. The Etihad used to be called the City of Manchester Stadium when it was first opened in 2003. Yeah, and Arsenal is playing hybrid. Yeah, no, well, it's there's the... only there's only one hybrid. Okay, I'm aware. It, I'm aware of that, but I'm just saying it's the same state. Never mind. Just, never mind. Oh, so they built the ground, and when they built the ground, it was the City of Manchester Stadium, and then they changed the name of the ground to the Etihad. Yes, they sold the name of your ah. Okay, okay, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, our old stadium was Main Road. Got it, got it, yeah. okay. It's been around, that had been around for like 100 years. And then they, yeah. I mean, the history the history of Man City probably only goes back about 11, so. Well, according to some assholes, it does. But. People who are correct. It's older, we're older than most clubs, to People be honest with you. Correct. People who were assholes. Correct assholes. No, just assholes. It's a matter of opinion. Anyway, let's move on. Evan Ingram, you're starting, by the way. Oh, yes. You're starting. Okay. Uh, Do you like the Jacksonville Jaguars defense? In a pinch. They didn't really do much for you last week. (laughs) They, they, oh, yeah, that was not good. That was not good. But in a pinch, sure. All right, let's go and talk about an AFC East showdown. It is criminal that this game is at one o'clock. If it's if it's the game that I think you're thinking about, yes. Yeah, it's the Dolphins and the Bills. Yep, that's the one. Criminal. All right, 
let's see what we got as far as Adam. Nothing Adam. Cra- Adam. Yeah. Yes. You're starting everybody this, in this game. Can I make this, this very easy? Yes. You're starting everybody. Literally everybody. If there's something we we could spend some time on here, though, it is the Dolphins running backs. Like I think that's worth having a conversation about. But just rapid fire very quickly. Tua, Mostert, A-Chain, Hill, Waddle, if he plays, but it looks like he's going to play. Allen, Cook, Diggs, Davis, and the Bills tight ends you aren't, you aren't starting. But the, the core guys, you're starting. All right, so let's let's yeah. talk about the Dolphins running back. So let's let's we could spend the bulk of the time here that we would normally be talking about everybody else. We could spend talking about this. I know there's going to be questions about this on the mailbag. There have been questions oh, asked to me about this all week. So let's just talk about it. Oh, this is my okay. cue. Oh, perfect, awesome, great, great job, partner. Thanks for setting me up. I was like, you said let's talk about it, so I thought you were going to go into talking about it. <laughs> I think we're going to lead me in. I guess not. Oh. Uh, here's here's my thing. Raheem Mostert has been, has been the guy, right? And there's no reason for me to think that there is a change that's going to be coming. Like if I, I, if we saw Raheem Mostert and he looked bad, then okay. Then we could start talking about that there could be a, a, a changing of the guard here. The touches were pretty similar. A chain had 22. Mostert had 20. A chain got most of the work when this game got out of hand. They were alternating in and out when it was clo- it was close enough, but Mostert has looked he's looked outstanding. He's got six touchdowns through three games on the ground. Had a receiving touchdown against the Broncos. There's no reason for me to think that there's going to be a a handoff of duties, pun absolutely intended, that's going to go from Mostert to A-Chain. But what I will say is could we see more design plays for Devon A-Chain to get him more involved after what we saw on Sunday? Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. But who well, do I think is gonna is going to be the the main uh, ball carrier for the Miami Dolphins, especially as we have games that are going to be a lot closer than seventy to twenty, like we saw on Sunday. It's still Raheem Mostert for me, and that's why Raheem Mostert's a top ten play for me. And A Chain is only still a flex. I would rather, if I have the option, I would rather see it again from A Chain than automatically throw him into a lineup because I know maybe there are people out there that were staring at. Uh, what, I mean, what the hell did he ha- did he have in half? Like a forty nine point three? Yeah, there you go. A forty nine point three sitting on sitting on their bench in half, and it was just like, oh god. And they got to look at that. Then they're gonna plug in Stardom, chase points, and it's just not gonna happen. If you have you the opportunity, spend, like a lot of money on him in fat, like a lot of fab right. on him also, right? That, or like I need to get some money, I need to get some bank for my buck here. If you have the opportunity to sit a chain, I would do it. But if you're in a deep league and you saw him, you know, post a stupid uh, amount of points on your bench last week, and you're saying, "Oh fuck, I need to go ahead and start him," then I don't blame you, and I, I would, I would definitely do it as a fl- as a flex level start. Much tougher matchup though for him against Buffalo than it was last week at home versus a Broncos team that absolutely just looks uninspired, unenthused, and and yeah, I've heard a lot about the Broncos this week that 
I can't share because, of course, sources got to protect them. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, none good. Nothing good. Well, I guess to once again, you know, play devil's advocate on this also, or I guess whatever, play devil's advocate on this is was last week so wonky and so weird and so out of hand consistently that it's hard to be it's hard to like make predictions off of that game for the running backs that's quite possible that is absolutely quite possible and you know the the big the big i guess doubt is how can a chain go from having two touches well okay i'll even go further back how can a chain go from being a healthy scratch in week one to having two touches versus new england in week two than having 22 and 233 scrimmage yards against the Broncos in week three. It seems like a huge jump. And I guess part of that is probably like they saw the game was getting out of hand and like, oh, you, you know, let's see what we have in this. He's a rookie, right? Yes. So, yeah, let's see what they have, what we have in this young guy. Because, you know, their running back room is old. So it's like, let's just see what we have with this young guy. And then you know, it, it turns out that he was just incredible. So, um, you know, it happens. And maybe this is like kind of the wake-up call that they needed. And that's really the two sides of it. It's either this game is an outlier and not predictive of future performance, or the Dolphins now know what they have and they're going to utilize Devon A. Chain more because of what happened in the Broncos game. For sure. And this is not saying that A Chain's going to get nothing. I don't think he's not going to get anything. But I I just feel like that people are overhyping what A Chain is actually going to get. Yeah. Well, if you're expecting the same level that he got last week, then you know. I think if you get 15 touches out of Devon A Chain this week, that's very good. Well, I think this is going to be a tight game. As far as points. Yeah. Yeah. Because these are two very good defenses. Uh, yes, but also two very good offenses that could put up a ton of points. Yeah. It'll be a fun game. It'll it'll, it'll definitely definitely be a fun game. But uh, most of your absolutely starting A-chain, I'd rather see it. But if you have to start them, I understand. Another an actually exciting game. Two in a row. The former Browns versus the new Browns. And, or as most people know it, the Ravens against the Browns in Cleveland. Um, so the Ravens are just injured to hell, as we know. Uh, Rashad Bateman is questionable, and a lot of their defense is questionable. Uh, a lot of their offensive line is questionable. Any of this game, um, and for Cleveland is kind of interesting because you saw, uh. I mean, Jerome Ford being limited in practice on Wednesday. Deshaun Watson being limited in practice on Wednesday. Both of those guys with shoulder injuries. Kareem Hunt with a ribs, a rib slash groin injury didn't practice on Wednesday. Um, But Kevin Stefanski at least ex- ex- said that he expects Kareem Hunt to play. So monitor injury reports if you see those red letters on your fantasy uh Lineups don't panic unless it's Friday, <laughs> and they're still Correct. there. Correct. 
So let's get into this and talk about the Baltimore Ravens. And tough matchup for them um, going into Cleveland against a stingy, stingy Cleveland defense. Um, But I feel like you are still starting Lamar Jackson at this point. Yeah, yeah, you're starting Lamar. Can't bench him. I mean, I mean who you can bench for? Yeah, you actually feel good about it. I just don't think there's a better option out there. Quite honestly, well, yeah. unless no. you have Tua, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, or Josh Allen, then we'll there's not a better option out there. It would be weird if you had both. I mean, some people could have Lamar and Tua. It's definitely possible. Yeah, probably. Um, definitely possible, but you're starting Lamar. What about the running backs? Uh, hell no. The highest Ravens running back that I have ranked is Gus Edwards. He's my RB38. Nope. Absolutely not. Um, And then Zay Flowers, you're starting him? Uh, yeah, Zay, you're starting. Yeah. Um, Zay, Zay you other- are absolutely 1,000% sorry. Any other receivers? Uh, Nope. Maybe OPJ in deep league situations if he plays. And then... Maybe. maybe. That's a big maybe. Yeah. And then last but not least, I feel like a lot of people are going to have questions about this in the mailbag because he just has not... He's been very slow. A slow starter. Uh, Mark Andrews. Uh, you don't have a choice. You do not have a choice. You drafted yeah. him probably in the late second, early third round. Who who's available that you're going to go pick up and you're going to say, oh yeah, I'm starting that guy comfortably with Mark Andrews. No, you you got to start him. You got to start him. Yeah, it's a shitty start to the season. And I mean, to be and like I like I said on the show in the last few weeks, the Ravens. Oh oh yay, wonderful. They have a winning record. They're top of the AFC North. Good 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 for them. Have they looked great? No no they they absolutely have not. No, they're just a, a well-coached team that wins games. That's they're it. a well-coached team that grinds out results. A- absolutely right. But they have not looked good at all. No, they just looked really mediocre. It's like, it's just standard Ravens at this that point. Loss, the loss that they had to the Colts was exactly how I feel like that the Ravens have been this entire year. That they had a bad loss coming. And that was their bad loss. At home yeah. against the Colts. Well, honestly, sure... honestly, they could they could have lost against Cincinnati too. Like this, this yeah. team could be one and two very easily, and I would not be surprised. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of a red flag, I guess, when they let the Texans in that game in Week One, as long as they were in that game. Like it was they, tied at halftime. I'm pretty sure. Yeah they they've played one complete half of football in three games. That's that's worrying, but with that being said, you're still you're still starting Mark Andrews. Yes, but the pa- um, but the panicometer is 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 climbing for sure. Yeah, well, I mean, these things happen when the Ravens have an actual receiver, an actual number one receiver in Zay yeah. Flowers. Yeah. So you know when Mark Andrews isn't by himself, this is how it goes sometimes. True. Um, moving on to Cleveland, Deshaun Watson, 
Uh, 12-team leagues, yes. 10 teams, you can find a better starting option. Um, Jerome Ford slash Kareem Hunt. Yeah, I would start Jerome Ford. Yeah, RB2. All right. His rushing efficiency, uh, though, he had 10 carries for 18 yards. That is definitely not good enough. You want to see that number come up. But two touchdowns, nice. You'll take that. Yeah. Uh, Amari Cooper, obviously, you're starting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're starting Amari. Um, Any other receivers? Nope. Uh, it- wait, no. 12-team leagues, Elijah Moore. 12-team leagues, yeah. I, I would consider Elijah more. And then uh, David Njoku at tight end. Uh, you could find better. All right. If you don't have, if you don't have any better options, then I guess, but I don't love it. All right. All right. Next game. Uh, Bengals Titans. Exciting stuff. Uh, Trey Allen Burks popped up on the injury report. Uh, so that's interesting. And we will see as the week goes on how that goes. Was there anything uh, on that injury um, report with DeAndre Hopkins by chance? I will check right now. See if ESPN has, has that updated. Because he had he had the ankle injury last week. I wonder if he I wonder if he's listed. He is not listed. Okay. Uh, That's good. Trail on Burks, he was listed with a knee. Okay. Yep. Hopkins not being listed is good. But he could he could get the day off tomorrow because that that seems to be a thing at the at the Titans have done. They did that they, they, they did that last week with him and, and Derrick Henry. So if if they pop up as questionable tomorrow, then don't be entirely surprised. That's just All it's right. just something to watch for Thursday. If Henry and Hopkins both show up as potential DNPs and then practice limited on Friday. Okay. Just because they're like nursing something. Oh, because they're, because they're vets, because they're vets. They're probably, probably nursing something at this point and, you know, just managing reps. All right, cool. Uh, Let's go and talk about Cincinnati. Cincinnati had a solid ish bounce back game against the Rams, which we didn't actually talk about because it was on Monday. Yeah. Uh, so good for people who had Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase. Say, good, good for people who had Joe Mixon and Jamar Chase. Yeah, <laughs> there's there, there's the uh, the chance to buy Jamar Chase that is now uh, up in smoke. Like John Cena, you can't see me. Very funny. I'm a, fu- I'm a funny fucking guy. I, I'm aware. Thank you. Nice thing uh-huh. you said to me. Well, that's just sad. That's definitely not true. It probably isn't, but for right now, for right now, yeah. When you're dealing with odd edge, sleepy, grumpy me, yeah. It's funnier that way. Grumpy with a smile, Adam. Yes, always. All right, Joe Burrow. Are you starting? starting. Yeah, starting. Joe Mixon. Starting. Tough matchup, though. Titans. Titans run defense has been the best in the league thus far, and they have just given up nothing to the running back position yet. So temper expectations for Mixon, but yeah, start him. Yes. How many times do you need to tap the sign 
You can't run on the Titans, but you could throw on them. Yep. Yep. Huge days coming for Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, even Tyler Boyd in 12, 14 team leagues as a flex. Sure. I can get behind it. But, um, oh, my God. A monster game is coming. Jamar Chase will score this weekend. Yeah, I think so. All right. Uh, for Tennessee, uh, tough matchup for them. Uh, Ryan Tannehill. Probably not starting at this point. Ryan Tannehill is not going to be the starter of this football team come November. Nope. He's getting traded to New Jersey. Probably. Probably, honestly. You are a New York Jet. Congratulations, Ryan Tannehill. Yep. Uh, eh, It's better better than, you know, the incumbent options that we have. True. Having to coach up a rookie, which, as we know, Ryan Tannehill does not fuck with. <laughs> and uh, Derrick Henry, obviously, you're starting, even though he had a bad week. Got to start him, but man, oh, man, are there questions with Derrick Henry, given how bad this Titans offense looks. Yeah. I, I just don't know at this point. It's going to be interesting to see if it becomes a trend with Derrick Henry. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a big week for him. This is a big, big, big week. It's crazy that week four now we're having this discussion about Derrick Henry as to whether or not he's going to potentially be a guy that could hold up for fantasy. Well, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know, at this point, all the all the chicken littles out there are saying that the sky is falling and this is the one year. This is it. This is the year that Derrick Henry falls off a cliff. Yeah, but it's not performance-related. It, it, it just comes down to the team being bad. Offensive line sucks. The offense can't move the ball. Tannehill has no time to do anything to get the ball downfield. Derrick Henry is getting swallowed up because teams are stacking the box against him to try and get at this offensive line to get at him. And they're daring the Titans to beat them downfield and with an offensive line that can't hold up. God, I've never seen this before in my life. Sounds That's familiar? Like, <laughs> literally find and replace... Titans with Jets and Tannehill with Wilson. I yep. hate it. Yep. Anyway, well, the offensive line is perfecting is affecting his performance, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But so, there's no, there's no in-season fix that the team can make, unfortunately. You can't just trade for a new offensive line. It doesn't work that way. No, you can't. Um, and I mean, at this point, like, I wouldn't be comfortable starting the receivers, any of the receivers, maybe Hopkins. I don't Hopkins, know. yes. Hopkins, yes, because mainly you don't have, have much of a choice, but he's a lower end wide receiver three. Yeah. And then that's about it, really. I mean, I don't think. Yeah, you're not starting Chico Conquo either, and you're not starting Traylon Brooks, regardless if he plays or not. Yeah. Uh, do you like the Bengals' defense? Yes, I do. One? Yes, I do. Start them up. Alrighty. Sacks, turnovers. That's what you're. That's what you're banking on with them. That's what you're looking for. All right. Uh, let's see. Oh, okay. We have the Steelers and the Texans. Going to be fun. Yeah. This, uh, is, this, is, um, this is this is this is an intriguing little game here. Yeah, the Steelers, who would have thought the Steelers are two and one? 
after what happened to them in week one. I did not see this coming. Gee, a Mike Tomlin team is overachieving. Stop me if you've heard this one before. I know, right? Just it's crazy. Just crazy what good coaching does. Yep. Yep. Great coaching. Great coaching. Yeah, great coaching. He is he is one of the best. He 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 might be the second best coach in this league. Mike Tomlin. I would, yeah. I, I don't think it's a hot take. I know there's some really good coaches in this league. You know, John Harbaugh, uh, Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, Andy Reid. I think Mike Tomlin might be number two just because he takes these teams that look so just blah and they somehow always churn out results. Last year being the outlier. Yeah, but they it just they just win. Um, all right. Well, Kenny Pickett is well. Well, Kenny Pickett. Are you starting Kenny Pickett? No, but he he's intriguing. He show he he's shown a lot of growth in in the in the last couple of weeks. After week one, where he stunk, week two he wasn't that great, but he looked better. And then last week he looked all right. So. You're not starting him, but he's worth a speculative ad for sure. All right. Well, this next one, I was kind of rushing to get through Kenny Pickett because I wonder how many questions you're going to get on the mailbag about this situation. We got a ton last week. A ton. Najee Harris had a very Najee Harris-like game. I said this on the on the NFC show, and I'll say it here again. Najee Harris is a guy who's been a a three three five yards per carry guy his entire career last week he had 19 carries for 60 yards do the math he did his average that's just the kind of guy that he is he didn't score that's the only problem if he scored Najee Harris is a much better day and I think fears are a bit you know qualmed but the fact that you have Jalen Warren it's not breathing down his neck and 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 pushing for uh, more playing time, which, by the way, he absolutely deserves because Jalen Warren is really, really, really good. It doesn't make me. Jalen Warren is worth the ad. Najee Harris is worth the start this week against Houston. I would start Najee Harris in a flex if you have that opportunity. I just feel like this could be an I and. and I think everyone at this point knows this, that I'm just like the most anti-Najee Harris guy. But it just feels like the Najee Harris game could be coming this week. And I don't know, I think for a guy you drafted in the third round, in most places, you want to be there for it if it does happen. And the matchup calls for it, that it could potentially happen this week. So I would start Najee. I don't feel good about it. But if there's an opportunity for him to have a big game, this is when it could happen. Well, I mean, we said that. I literally remember myself saying that last week. Like, well, I wasn't saying that last week against Cleveland. No way. What? No, you might. You were playing the Raiders. Oh, the Raiders. The Raiders. Raiders. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, yes, yes. You're right. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) I'm a week. I'm a week behind. No, well, he had he had a better game, I think, against the Raiders in ter- in term in terms of touches, but the yards per attempt were down. 
So definitely, it definitely is a concern. But you're hoping the the Steelers will have more. I mean, they had success doing doing it against the Raiders, but you 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 could expect the 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 Steelers again to have more opportunities. I think closer to the goal line where we see Najee Harris, because that's also another thing is that the Steelers the Steelers are not getting a ton of goal line touches, and that's a problem. Yeah, well, the likes of Najee Harris and, and, and Jalen Warren, especially Najee Harris, because I think if there are if you have touches that are in that are in the in within the five yard line, Najee Harris is the guy who's getting the ball at six one two forty. Yeah, and I, the other problem with him is that his receiving numbers are terrible. He's only yeah. caught three passes for two yards. Uh, yeah, they're they're genuinely horrific. If I look at my uh, season projections. I had him down for 35 catches and he's well on his way to that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how I keep finding myself in these situations because I feel like every year I'm in one of these running, running back dilemmas. Because they always pop up. You can't avoid them. Yeah. Whether it was Leonard Fournette and, and Ronald Jones, DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams. And this year it's Najee Harris and Jim Warren. You just, you just, you're attracted to them, Adam. What can you say? Uh, yeah, at some point, it's just a me problem, I guess. Yeah, it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. All right, I'll give you that one. Okay. Thank you. Oh, oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I mean, you're starting George Pickens in this. Yes, game. yes, 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 yes. Yep, yep. Big week for George Pickens coming. Big, 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 big week. Start up. Yes, especially if, you know, Al Robinson, who is on the injury report, if he is limited in any way, you know, Deontay Johnson's still on IR. So we'll see. Well, I could say for for whatever reason, Robinson's going to play. I think he's just on there because, you know, he's old. But if for whatever reason Robinson doesn't play, Calvin Austin is definitely interesting in 12-14 team leagues for sure. Caught a bomb last week versus versus the Raiders too. It's true. He did. Uh, yeah, it was his ankle injury is why Allen Robinson didn't practice on Wednesday. Yeah, he'll play. He'll play. Yep. Um, and then, and are you starting the Muth? I mean, nine targets in three games is a big problem. That is a monumental problem. That's just simply not going to cut it. I mean, you got to stick with them, but. I think it's kind of the same situation that we were talking about with like Kyle Pitts. You better have an insurance policy on your roster just in case that Fryermuth is not the guy. And I did that in one of my leagues today where I have Pat Fryermuth. The only place where I have Pat Fryermuth, I picked up Luke Musgrave as my, yeah. as my de facto insurance policy. My plan is to play Fryermuth for one more week. And if Fryermuth doesn't do it for me this week, then, it go, then we go right to Musgrave and that's it. Yeah, because you're right. I mean, that's unacceptable. Awful. It's not good. Horrible. Yeah, it's not good. Um, but that's right. horrible. That's horrible. Yes. Yeah, that's that's horrible. That is horrible. Yes. All right. Moving on to the Texans. CJ Stroud. Yeah, in 12-team league, Superflex, yeah. He's absolutely worth the start. He's looked awesome. My guy, oh, L-H-I-O. Yeah. <laughs> and by the uh, way, fuck, fuck Notre Dame, too. Fuck them. 
Lou yeah, Holtz. Lou Holtz. Fuck that piece of shit. Questioning the toughness of my team. That's uh, Jets coaching legend Lou Holtz. Fuck him. Who lasted? <laughs> Fuck him. That was that was a funny game. That was a very funny game. Oh, we only have ten players on the field because somebody fucked up. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Thank you, Notre Dame. The gift that keeps on giving. It's a power play goal. <laughs> yep. Thank you, Ohio State. <laughs> Mwah. Beautiful boys. All righty. Next up is Damian Pierce. A flex. As a flex. Encouraging to see that he scored last week. Set up by guy we'll be talking about in a minute. But as a flex, yeah. But I'm still I'm still worried about Pierce. Yes. Speaking of that guy that we were talking about, Tank Dell. Listen, I have a dilemma this week where I have to decide whether I'm going to start Tank Dell or DJ Moore, and I'm starting Tank Dell as of right now. He's my wide receiver 33 this week. Pittsburgh secondary has been leaky at times. Look at what Devontae Adams did to them last week. Uh, CJ Stroud has been looking more and more to the way of, of, of Tank Dell. Ten targets in week two, seven targets last week versus Jacksonville and a blowout win. Two straight weeks with a touchdown. Yeah, I I think Tank Dell is someone that, as Jake called during the offseason, he is someone that for sure is going to be someone that we definitely are talking about for the remainder of the season. So, yeah, I would definitely be starting Tank Dell. Yes, I am starting Tank Dell in the non-guillotine. So I would be starting him because uh, Mike Williams. What a shame. Yeah, it sucks. That sucks. Yeah. I mean, let's just see. Who who would I? I The real debate for me is like Tank Dell or Christian Watson. Oh, my, 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 gut, just... Just, my gut just tells me that Watson is just going to come back and Jordan Love is going to want to connect with him right away. But we've seen it with Dell. We haven't seen it with Watson yet. Are you but looking just... at my team? Because that's literally a debate that I'm having. Oh no, yeah. oh, no! That's cause... actually that's who I have back to back in my ranks, Dell Watson. Because yeah, well, I don't even know if Watson's going to play. Is the thing? It's looking that way. It's so risky. It's very risky. It's very, very, very risky. And as you know, not a huge fan of risk. And it's an opportunity to avoid Thursday night, which I always like. Yeah, I. Not crazy about it. Um, anybody else for uh, Houston? Yeah, Nico Collins. Nico Collins down down week last week. You still start him again, again against a very bad Steelers secondary. But worryometer is is climbing back up a little bit for him. But you start him. All right. Um, next game. Speaking of Mike Williams and the Chargers. They're home against the Las Vegas Raiders. And Jimmy Garoppolo is the real question, I guess, for this game. Yeah. Who knows? Will he play? Will he not play? I hope he does. I hope he does. Even though it's looking like he may not play, I really hope he does. Because, man, oh, man, where they, there's going to be so many points scored in this game if, if Garoppolo is there. 
yeah, let's see. As of right now, yeah, he's still on the concussion protocol as of Wednesday. Yeah, he hasn't cleared. He hasn't cleared. And so far, the notable concussion guys have all missed at least one game. So that's been the likes of Waddle, Richardson, Jacoby Myers are the three that I could think of off the top of my head. They all missed at least one game. Yeah. So who's the backup? Uh, Brian Hoyer. Oh. Yeah, I know. What what, what a shock. What a shock. Josh Josh McDaniels brings in Brian Hoyer. Yeah. Color be surprised. Oh, was Matt Castle unavailable? Matt Castle was, in fact, unavailable. Yeah. Uh, Who else? Who started for them last year? Oh, Jared Stidham. Was Jared Stidham also unavailable? I think Jared Stidham is actually the third quarterback on the roster. (laughs) Former Patriots fly together. Yes, they do. Yep. Yes, in fact, they do. One of these days, if Tom Brady is ever tired of the the booth, he might be the quarterback coach or something. Oh, no, don't worry. Tom Brady's already part owner of the Las Vegas Raiders. Don't worry about it. Oh, that's right. Don't worry. He, He... Got that covered. Josh McDaniels, lifetime contract extension. Got ain't that coming. covered. <laughs> you know, Tom Brady ain't firing Josh McDaniels. God, I feel like Raiders fans must be very conflicted at seeing Tom Brady, basically the reason that they were not successful in the early 2000s, is now the part owner of their team. Yep. Yep. That's got to be some weird feelings. Very. Very. That would be like if Michael Jordan was like, you know what? I'm going to buy the Pistons. No, it, it would for for me. It would, it, that's true. That's true. It would it would be like if um if Mikel Arteta becomes the chief executive officer of Arsenal Football Club and brings in Pep Guardiola. I wouldn't know how to feel about that. <laughs> fuck yeah. Pep. It would be I like love I love him, but fuck him. It would be like if Adam Wainwright became manager in the Mets for, for some, whatever reason. Right. Right. Exactly. Uh, that'd be weird. Don't worry. It's going to be Carl's Beltron. I'm fine with that. I love Kurt. One of my favorite players. Cheat. He, uh, he did. Oh, says the Yankees fan. He cheated. He cheated. He participated in active cheating. He was suspended for participating in active cheating. So, that is not alleged. He was, in fact, charged with cheating. <laughs> I mean, everybody in the league was doing it. It is not alleged. No, no, no. He participated in it and it was charged. Okay. He was he was charged and alleged, whatever. Or he was charged. Charged. Cheat. Cheat. Not my manager. You can have him. Okay. Just fire Aaron fucking Boone though, and Brian Cashman, fucking both. Uh, let's go into this game, and I guess everything has the caveat of, with the Raiders anyway, has the caveat of if Jimmy Garoppolo is playing, or if he's uh, not yeah. playing. Yes, yes, it does. So, I mean, if he is playing, I think you are starting him. That's the like. The implication that I'm getting from you at this point. Um, I w- I wouldn't start him. I wouldn't feel comfortable starting him. But if you're in a bind in superflex, I would. Um, I mean, do you think Josh Jacobs turns it around? Yes, I do. 
Yes, I do. I think this is a humongous Josh Jacobs bounce back game. Time to buy Josh Jacobs is you're running out of time. Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs gets his first touchdown this week. Yeah, definitely. I see it. Uh, This game could be a track meet. It definitely can be. Um, And then Devontae Adams, obviously you're starting him after the game that he had last week. Yeah, I Uh, guess so. I guess so. Noted guy who's quarterback proof, Devontae Adams. Cowboys have interest in Devontae from what I hear. Oh, that's just... That's cheating. That would be... That would just... I'm just saying. Also, with what money? We have money. I mean, I don't know how much money we're going to have after we we sign CD, but... Trade Dak. Get his contract on the books. That's where... That's like... I saw a Reddit post a couple weeks ago where it's like, the Rangers should trade for for Trevor Zegras. And I'm like, with what money? With what money? With what money? With what money? <laughs> we couldn't re-sign Tyler Mott for fuck's sake. With what money? I whatever. Uh, yeah. So you're starting him. Um, anybody else for the Raiders? Kobe Myers. Kobe Myers. Top thirty play for me this week. Start him. Alrighty. So, uh, the big news with the Chargers as far as the injury report is Austin Eckler. So is it looking like he's going to play? Uh, it's still up in the air as, as, as of right now. I mean, I initially heard that it looked like the earliest that Eckler would be back was week six, given they have their bye next week, but it does sort of look like Austin Eckler is pushing to play. And my God, would that be awesome? Because this is a smash play for Eckler. If you could find a way back. Yeah, and also return to practice of starring Josh Kelly because that dude stinks. Dude, tell me about it. That dude like, stinks. I just can't do this anymore. That dude really, really, really stinks. But with no, with no Eckler, I mean, we've seen Keenan Allen just be. <sighs> Have I said I love Keenan Allen? Because I really love Keenan Allen. I he's, do love Keenan Allen. He's the he's best. a special, special boy. I he's I love him. Great. I love him a lot. Uh, you're starting Keenan Allen. Yes. And you're also starting Josh Palmer. 12, four, 12, 14 team leagues. Yeah, you're starting Josh Palmer. 10, there's a bit of a debate if you wanted to see it. Sure. Like, I'd rather be starting Tank Dell. I'd rather start Tank Dell. I'd rather start Christian Watson. But 12, 14 team leagues, if you don't have a better option, yeah, you could definitely start Josh Palmer given the matchup. Stop naming guys on my team. <laughs> it was whatever. Anyway, I, I guess I brought it up. But... um. Anyway, uh, Gerald Everett, I mean, he'll probably call, catch a random touchdown. It's a tight end, too, sure. Tight end, too, sure. Rather him over Njoku. All righty. Uh, any defenses? Not Absolutely really? Absolutely not. All righty. Um, there is one game, actually... Before we go on to the Jets, there's one game that I missed in the one o'clock window. And that is the Rams and the Colts. Okay. So please don't yell at me. No. Because we're here. I missed uh, games. I missed I missed a game last week. It happens. All right. So the Rams 
what's the deal with Cooper Cup? He's still on IR. We haven't heard anything. We did today. Plan. We did. Yep. Plan is to have Cooper Cup ramp up, and the plan is to have him back next week. That, that's crazy. Good for him. That's the plan, and we love that. So, one more week. One more week, and we get the chosen one back. Yeah. All those guys, all those people that drafted Cooper Cup, I was... And we're like, this is it. We're waiting for our moment to reap the rewards. Yes, I, I know. Yeah. Hi. Me. It's me. Hi. Listen, you can't just use that joke twice. Fine. I have to have a big fat blank space in my lineup without Cooper Cup. And you'll write his name in that blank space? Yeah, I'll write his name in the blank space, yes. Yeah, that's all I got as far as Taylor Swift stuff. Uh, I have more. Is, I, see, I see to dig to dig deep, and his brain is like shutting down quickly. Yeah. Uh, so Puka Nakua also on the injury report, but he played last week. And... He's the reason for the teardrops in my guitar. <laughs> okay. That's funny. That's good. Yeah, Anthony Richardson was a uh, full participant in practice on Wednesday, so it looks like he's out of the concussion protocol and we're, we should be good to go. Well, hallelujah. Yep. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, we already went over the Rams, so are you starting? Well, let's start off with the Rams because they're, they're the road team. Um, Are you starting Matt Stafford? Yes. Yeah, good matchup for Stafford this week. I would start. Do you like uh, Kyron Williams? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Start him. And then I am so interested. Not like, listen, I'm happy the Cooper Cup is coming back. Because he's great. I'm interested to see what the target share is going to be like with Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua in the same offense. And 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 Tutu Atwell, who's definitely yeah. contributed. Uh, there's a ton of options now for for Matthew Stafford where he can definitely somehow find a way to get the Rams to be competitive in, in this division and somehow get them back into the into the playoff picture as long as they can keep Cooper Cup healthy they could most certainly get there so but for right now you're starting Puka and I would start Tutu as a low end wide receiver 3 I would start him All right and then Tyler Higby is also on the question uh on the injury report as questionable. A low end low end starting option. Alrighty. Uh let's see here. Uh for the Colts, you're starting Anthony Richardson, I would think. Yep. Yeah, you're starting Richardson. Um, and I would think that Zach Moss might have another good game. There's been no one in the NFL that has a more uh participation percentage in the team's offensive snaps and Zach Moss outside of the quarterbacks, obviously. Yes. That's wild. Insane. Absolutely insane. And he's looked, he's looked great. My RB 17 start him, start him, fire him up. And then uh, Michael Pittman. Yeah. Start him. Anybody else? Nope. Absolutely not. Okay. Now we have, we'll move on. To Sunday Night Football. Yay. 
So exciting. Can't wait to talk about this is our last game, by the way, because the uh, Giants are home against the Seahawks. Yep. Sunday Night Football against the uh, another short turnaround, weirdly, for the MetLife Stadium crew. Sunday night into Monday night. Yeah. To get that stadium uh, changed over. Thanks, NFL. Yes. Thanks, NFL. Yay. So excited. The Jets signed Trevor Simeon, but he's not going to be active because Rob Sala hates everything. I don't know. Zach Wilson's going to get murdered out there. In the words in the words of Jake Simone, he'll be the starter next week. Well, I would I would think so. He still has to learn the playbook. I mean Right. They brought him in on Tuesday. So Exactly, exactly. Um yeah, I don't know. I mean, you're starting all your Chiefs in this game. Yeah, you're basically. starting Mahomes, you're starting Pacheco. Lower low end flex in 12, 14 team leagues, I guess McKinnon it's okay. I wouldn't start Kadarius Tony, but if you have to, I understand. Sky Moore could be interesting in 12 team leagues, sure. And yeah, that guy Travis Kelsey with his uh boo thing in the building. Yeah, you're starting him. And then just nobody. Garrett Wilson. No, no, I I I would I would start Garrett Wilson. I would start Garrett Wilson lower as like a lower end. No, I would say mid wide receiver three and Brees Hall as a flex option. Outside of that, no way. All right. Anything else? No, that's it. Chiefs defense, start him. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Basic Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. You can find all episodes wherever you get your podcasts. For my co-host at Birdsall, I'm Adam Caster. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Everybody's-